and welcome to the Simple Politics Podcast. Uh, I'm Charlotte, again, stepping in for Kobe, but don't worry because as ever we have the brilliant Tatton and Diane. How are you guys? Yeah, hello. Uh, good, thank you. Good. Lovely, finally, summery, beautiful weather. So oh, end really? of August has delivered here in the Southwest. Oh, it hasn't here in Manchester. Oh. <laughs> I'll send you some. <laughs> oh, thanks. Appreciate that. What's it like where you are, Tatton? It's uh, currently raining. It's been it's been it's been very okay. nice. But then I've been uh, locked in a room signing copies mm. of Politics But Better, and just it's been it's been very hot, and uh, so they're mostly signed with my sweat <laughs> rather than <laughs> uh, <laughs> just. Uh, but it's quite a special signing because normally when you get a signed book, it's not got that kind of personal no. um, uh, detail. That, does that it? level so, of DNA? Uh, lucky yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, you can clone me now. Have, <laughs> exactly. have a whole new tent in your life. Uh, yeah, so so that's that. And I'm moving house. So everything's quite chaotic at the moment. And although it is quite warm, I really wish it would cool yes. down and I could yes. just, you know, do things. Yeah. It's warm here too, and I hate that. I hate when it's warm but not sunny because your body's so confused. And uh, I can't believe we've started talking about the weather on this podcast. That is so British. Yeah. Oh, um, Charlotte, you don't listen to this podcast. The stuff Diane and Kobe talk about at this stage, you wouldn't believe it. Like, like the weather is up. The weather is the weather is one of the more interesting bits that we get to it, here. It, I was go- I before we went on to weather, I was literally going to open today with um, my tomatoes are pretty much right. You see. <laughs> You see, this is where we this is where we do, and this is why anyone listening just skips <laughs> forward to the first five minutes. It's like, can you get to? Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. You know, yeah. what is this? This would be a perfectly reasonable podcast if we didn't start with this drivel every week. Fair point. So, yes, this week uh, we again have something slightly different from our usual podcast um, because it is summer and not much is happening. Last week we looked back on what has been going on so far this summer and this week we are looking ahead. So it's the end of August um, and just like us, I'm sure you are counting down the days until Parliament is back. How many days is it, Tatton? Like, uh, do you know what? I don't care about Parliament. Mm-hmm. I'm only here for party conferences. <laughs> it's all okay, about okay. party oh. conferences. <laughs> um, party conferences are the best thing. They're my. They're the highlight of my year. And like, I'm, I know there's like some other things you want to talk about, but this is it for me. This is all. All this is the whole thing. Um, <laughs> party conferences are when the whole of a political party get together in a big city, normally at a conference centre, and they are pure politics and they're pure ideology, and you get to see into the very heart of what a party believes in and it's not just what happens on the main stage it's about the how the whole thing runs so the liberal democrats just have loads of votes on everything and it's all this motion and that motion and it's all quite technical labor have lots of councillors and people from the floor coming and just banging their chest in passion about whatever it is they want to talk about. And then the Conservatives have nobody on stage except for the ministers who just take it in turns to come and and, and talk about what great thing the Department of Culture, Media and Sport are going to do over the next year. 
and you see really particular detail. And of course, the leaders' speeches are the highlight of everybody's October and September. I know that you're listening to this, you're excited for the leaders' speeches. They're the kind of key point. But we 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 get something pure and something wonderful from these occasions. And you, you, you just watch. I would really we will obviously bring you as many updates as we can, but but you just stream it in the background whatever you're doing stream the conservatives from manchester stream the labor party from liverpool stream the lib dems from bournemouth and the green party oh the green party mm. conference is amazing although last year i had to get a press pass it wasn't streamed to everyone it's only streamed if you emailed for a pass i don't know if it's gonna be more widely available the smp conference they're all just just brilliant and also this year they might be the last ones before the election That'll be quite exciting. So yeah. they're going to be, mm. we're going to see more of that push. We're going to see more of that. This is who we are. Come to me, voters. Mm. Come to me and weep <laughs> at our glory. Um, it's going to be the message, I believe, mm. from these party conferences. <laughs> this, like, they're not, they don't start till mid-September and um, we've got another couple of podcasts before then. So fear not. We will talk about them some more uh, before they arrive, but they are, they're genuinely the highlight of my, certainly in terms of, of politics, which is my life. Um, they're the highlight of my year and I cannot wait. Wow. I think we're going to struggle to stop you talking about them. So. <laughs> Let alone promise that we will. What, what, what you're going to do is not press record in the podcast and say, <laughs> go on, Tatten, talk about party conferences. <laughs> <laughs> and um and i'll be like oh 20 minutes later you'll come back with a cup of tea <laughs> so, right, let's do the rest of the podcast <laughs> i once saw a brilliant graph on the internet where basically it's like levels of excitement as someone you know says each word of a sentence and um, it's like, do you want to come to a party? And levels of excitement are going up, absolutely peaking. Do you want to come to a party? And then they say conference at the end, and it just goes boom, flat lines. <laughs> <laughs> but not for tattoo. I've never been to not a, for tattoo. I've never been to a party no. conference. And uh, if I if I if I were ever to have like three weeks free in September and October, just go to all of them. <laughs> that would be that would be the dream. Yes. To be fair, yeah. I'd love to go to all of them too. Because I'd, I'd also like to see all the strange merch that they sell. Like, mm. and just kind of buy something from each party, the weirdest thing I can find. Because they do that, don't they? Like the Lib Dems have mugs of politicians and like, I want to be that kind. That I am stuff. that kind of politics nerd, to be fair. But what's really interesting, one way of, I mean, it's all really interesting. One way of working out which party's on the rise is which companies have stalls at the comp each conference and the level of goodies they're giving away, mm. right? So yeah. that I remember one year, oh. the first year that I saw this, they were looking at the stalls at the conservative conference where they were giving away, you know, kind of huge, like really cool stuff. And then at Labour, they were like, here's a pen. Mm. And and then that momentum's rather shifted recently. So you get some of the bigger things. And it's it's a really interesting way of looking at how parties are perceived mm. by 
business and by other groups and everything about party comms is really interesting yeah everything <laughs> um so yeah at least sounds better than academic conferences where you get textbook publishers come along and set up their stools and it's like we are the publisher and that's not as fun as a free pen anyway <laughs> that bit was so boring that you know, just anyway <laughs> Yeah, before basically Tatton has the best few weeks of his life, 2023, <laughs> um, we, we need to get back to Parliament first, don't we? So Yes, which is indeed, <sighs> when the podcast goes out, will be 10 days until Parliament returns. Oh, yes. 10 days. 4th of September, all circled. Do you do it like days until every day, go into that website, days until, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I have, I've had a countdown going on my phone since it, you know. <laughs> Since, Since recess. July, so yeah. yeah. So exactly, yeah. It's great because all our absolute faves will be back. Weekly Wednesday at noon, PMQs will be back. Committees will be back. All of the things that are kind of our bread and butter here at Simple Politics. So we will be bringing you tons of stuff from September. And while, you know, we can't say for sure what, what you know, what Parliament's going to be covering, we pretty much know that... The government are going to want to concentrate on Rishi Sunak's five priorities because they are the things that he's going to want to show progress on. Because this, you know, as we're talking about, could be the last party conferences before the election. This could be the last parliamentary term, if you like, before the next election. So, Rishi Sunak's priorities, let's bang through them as a reminder because it's always really useful and it is the stuff that's going to be talked about. The first one is about halving inflation. And the thing is, he didn't say this just last week. He said this ages ago, so way back. So he said it when inflation was over 10%. So, you know, if that gets to a level of, you know, five-ish around there, that will be a job well done for him, you know. And it it is coming down, maybe not as quickly as um, he would like it to. I think it's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's gonna it happen. could happen. It could happen. So it's, it, it fell a lot last month. I mean, prices yeah. are still going up. This is our inflation. We have to say inflation is still going up. Prices are going up, but they're going up slower. But it has fallen unexpectedly quickly. So I'm saying, yeah. What are you saying, Don? Mm. I'm saying, yeah, it could happen. I'd say it's 80% or above likely on that one. Um, growing the economy is really tricky, and I think we really need to wait for what Jeremy Hunt pulls out the bag in the autumn statement when he starts to really talk about economic growth. I'm not sure. Not going to happen. No. Not going to happen. No. No. Um, with interest rates going up to stop people, like it, you, it's really hard to both halve inflation and to grow the economy. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that's a really hard two things to do, and yeah. I think that um, I think that we're going to well we're shrinking. I think we're going to have negative growth to September. So he will, but he will claim victory if we don't October to December mm. is bigger. Like he will say, well, I'm, we're growing the economy at this point. Mm. So, and obviously if it isn't, then we'll be in recession. Mm. So that's, but I don't, I think he might claim victory, but I think we're going to have, well, a shrinking economy over the year. It's really tricky. And some of the measures that have already been announced by the government won't kick in, won't, won't be, um, even touching the sides this year. So things like um, more help with childcare to get, you know, to help working parents and help people work more, that, that's only sort of coming in in drips and drabs from next April. So 
that stuff is a long way out to making any impact. National debt falling again. I, I don't know. I'm a question mark on that. Um, I mean, I don't even understand <laughs> national debt. But, yeah. But we seem to be spending a lot of money mm. as a country. We do. So we do. that. I mean, I don't know how much we're borrowing. Like that, it just seems like mm. an odd target. Like all the others, like it really hit people immediately. Mm. National debt. National debt. Does mm. I mean? Does it? I mean, no. Like it, it, he talks about the people's priorities. And I absolutely see that inflation, the economy, and wasting lists and boats could be argued to be the people's priorities. But I've never heard anyone in the street talking about national debt. No. Ever. No, if you did a load of... And I really listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Vox Pops never say national debt whenever people are interviewed. No. I mean, it is important. It is important. It's undeniably important. But it's... Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's not people's priorities. someone from finance background like he is. Yeah. it's understandable yeah but yeah absolutely number four nhs waiting list Ooh. <laughs> nope because there are some shifts or there were some shifts for a while in terms of people waiting the longest that improved but you know we're facing into potentially an awkward and right New Doctors in England isn't resolved. Consultants in England isn't resolved. Yeah, not looking likely, is it? Well, I mean, it's not going to happen. He can claim that uh, people waiting over two years mm-hmm. is gone, mm-hmm. which is which is un- undoubtedly a good thing to do. And undoubtedly, that two years waiting list was partly caused by the pandemic, when so much stuff had to be had to be. And and, and you know, well done them. They've they've kind of washed that clear. But we've also got more people on waiting lists now than we've ever had in the history of the world. Although, to be fair, in kind of 200 BC, they didn't really have waiting lists. Uh, no. no. It was quite, they no. just died. So, you know, the history of the world's a bit much. No. But we have a lot. Yeah. We do and, have a he's, lot. But he and is it, now, mm-hmm. he's, 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 he's already acknowledging it's not going to happen. And he's, he's just blaming the doctors for being on strike. Mm. That, I mean, it's easy for him. We haven't done that one, and the fault is with the striking workers. And we can debate the merits of striking doctors and striking consultants till the cows come home, but the reality is Sunak is just going to blame them. Mm. Just going to blame them for not making that target. Mm. Interesting. And finally, and I've worded this, new laws to stop the boats because... What everyone heard was stop the boats. Mm-hmm. What he said. Yeah. To be fair, it's not what people heard. It's what he said. <laughs> yeah. And when he stands at the when he stands at his podium with the word stop the boats, yeah. it doesn't say I'm going to do this in tiny font. New laws. <laughs> yes. So that's not going to happen either, because you know, I mean, like, no. well, no he's already flights. admitted that, hasn't he? Rishi Sunak has said that that's not going to happen so so he might halve inflation he probably will halve inflation mm. he might depending on how you count it he might grow the economy certainly in the final quarter of the year he might grow the economy national debt mm. i mean fine maybe i don't know i don't understand that one nhs no stop the boats no so that's, so that's a tough he sale. stood there yeah he stood and he said judge me judge on me. these yeah 
judge me. I want you to judge me on these five pledges. None of them are dead certs. No. It, you know, here we are eight months on. None of them are dead certs. I think half the half inflation is the most likely. And do you know what else? You were saying that we don't know what's, what's going to happen mm. in Parliament. Well, we do know what's going to happen in Parliament um, because the first week at least is announced and we know that time is running out. So we know the levelling up bill mm. will need to go through. And we know that the online safety bill, which is a hugely controversial and huge piece, is going to go through. The Northern Ireland legacy, where yeah. they try and say, just draw a line under it and say, no more prosecutions for what happened in the Troubles is going through. There's another budget for Northern Ireland because Northern Ireland cannot get themselves together to do their own budget. There's a few government bills that are coming through and none of them are really dealing with the five priorities because all those bills already happened. Um, I mean, levelling up is there to, to, to grow the economy, but that's a long-term bill. Mm. Uh, we're going to see quite a lot of Michael Gove as he tries to push this through. The House of Lords have made quite a lot of changes to it, so we're going to see that mostly taken out in the Commons. And it's going to be, because the House of Lords has real power at this stage, because, as we're going to talk about in a second, all bills need to be wrapped up. Mm-hmm in the next few weeks. And so if the House of Lords push things back, then it can be really problematic for the government. Yeah. It's also a little risky at this time of year, especially to say we know what's going to happen in Parliament, because this time last year, we were 11 days away from the announcement of the new Conservative leader, Liz Truss. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But this isn't, this is, this 2023 is not as chaotic as 2022. Let's hope not knock on wood. There I mean, it's, 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 it is. It was fun for us covering it, but <laughs> we do like a breaking you know, news story. We do like a breaking news story. I mean, this year has, has had very, very lot. We started off with Sunak's pledges and then Starmer's missions. Mm-hmm. And then we've kind of seen everything play out kind of from there. People talk about how anything is possible in 2023, and I guess it is, but also not much has happened that's completely unpredictable. So, I mean, obviously, like we're only in August and there's plenty to run, plenty of time to go. But um, I think it's quite predictable what's going to happen over the next couple Mm. of months. It's the calm before the storm, isn't it, before a general election year? Yeah. So, yeah. I also think over the past few years, we've got so used to lots of things happening that now that it's the calm before the storm, we're like, any kind of thing happening is never going to be as big as we've had to deal with the, with the past few years. But yeah, it's all fun. I enjoy it. But again, I'm a nerd. Right, so, Tatton, there's this thing called The King's Speech, which apparently is not just the film. What's that all about? Well, before we get to that, uh, I realise we're talking about the autumn and we haven't spoken about our live show. Uh, this podcast is coming to you live and direct in uh, London on the 15th of September at 7pm. I will try to get the team to do the boring stuff while we're backstage so that, that all that weather and kind of uh, <laughs> strawberry or tomato chat is done before we arrive on stage and we just do the good bits. 
it's actually just before party conference season starts on the 15th. So I wonder if that will come up, but maybe, maybe they'll get me to talk about that backstage too. So we just come out. <laughs> Yeah. We'll arrive an hour early. Yeah. We'll, go, go. <laughs> we'll do the whole thing. We'll do a whole hour on stage before anyone comes in. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it'll be good. Um, now, do come join us. It's going to be really fun. We're just going to hang out and talk about politics. And then uh, the podcast will be recorded live. So mm-hmm. we'll then go out as our podcast uh, that week. Um, but you can come and ask questions and we'll just, you know, we'll do it. It'll be quite interactive. And then we can all hang out and have a drink afterwards. It'll be fun. So that's on the 15th, Tatton. Is there anything happening in September before then? Well, obviously, the biggest event of the year is the 7th of September when Politics But Better is released. Uh, you can get it on hardback. Uh, you can get it on Kindle. You can get it on audiobook. It's an A to Z of ways that I think politics can be improved. The way that we do politics can be improved because I think we do politics incredibly badly. Its full title is Politics But Better, an A to Z guide to creating a more hopeful future. It's about hope. It's about building. We can't change the world to be a better place without having good politics in place first. So we need to sort this stuff out. And I've just got 26 ideas of how we can do that. And it's, you know, it's still me. So it's quite silly, but also, damn, I believe in it. So yeah, do pick up a copy. Um, so uh, the links in our bio, you can go to harbourbooks.com. Uh, co.uk i think it is um to get one signed by me or you go to amazon or waterstones or any of your favorite bookshops anyone can order it in uh hopefully they've ordered lots of copies to sell as well brilliant so there you go two big things happening in september and what's happening in november tatton uh so november all the government bills have been the, the whole parliamentary year finishes in uh october and it starts afresh and the way it starts afresh is that the government write down all the bills they want to bring forward, all the changes they want to make, right? And they give it to the king, and the king reads it out in the House of Lords. And if you're a fan of the royal family, you get to see the king riding some kind of golden chariot all the way up to the doors of the House of Lords. And you can, uh, and people in Parliament can apply for tickets to stand in uh, a room and watch the king walk past. They don't get to see the speech because that's in the House of Lords. They just, I, when I was at Parliament, I was, they were like, do you want a ticket? And I was like, no. Why would I stand and watch someone walk past? And then they go into another room and do the thing that people want to see and then walk past you again. That's not cool. That's like they do these um, listening-only tickets for Beyonce where you can't see the stage. Oh, yeah. But you're behind but, a but pillar. You get a listening-only ticket. Yeah. You're behind a yeah. pillar. You can't see the show. Mm. But a listening that's it's the parliamentary equivalent for a listening-only ticket. You see them walk past and go, oh, look, that's like the king. And then they walk back again. Anyway. The king reads a speech, I think it happens at midday, and every year I get fooled into thinking it's going to be exciting, and but it's not. It's like, it's like just reading a list of titles of things. It's like a library catalogue isn't as good as reading books, right? <laughs> so they just read out this list of things, and then he trots off again and gets into his uh, chariot, and they all get, get home. Um, I nearly said, I nearly said, and he gets pulled off, but I don't think, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> oh, God. 
Um, and, and then there's a couple of hours and then you get the King's speech debate and the King's speech debate is great. And again, I get sucked in every time. Oh, it's the King's speech debate. I love it. But what happens is two MPs have to like put the bill forward or Mm -hmm. propose the bill and then second the bill and they stand up and they make these funny speeches about their constituencies and they lightly take the mick out of other MPs and it's the worst thing. Honestly, it's so painful. And then the prime minister stands up and like, oh yeah, here we go. I've sat through an hour and a half of this tripe. Here we go with the proper debate. But no, 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 no. All the prime minister does is spend 45 minutes turning the two MPs, they've done such a great job, and responding to all their nonsense. And then about six hours later, the leader of the opposition gets the opportunity to say, this is a terrible, terrible agenda. This is the wrong thing to do. This is what we need to do. And the prime minister gets to say, this is why we're doing it. This is going to make the country better. And that is some of the greatest debate in the Commons all year. When the King's speech finally, finally gets going, it's electric and you see two visions of the future and it's 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 brilliant it's utterly brilliant if your party conference season is finished and you're feeling a bit low and you're feeling a bit sad about that which i can imagine you will be the king's speech debate if you get through the king bit mm. and you get through the awful 2mp bit and you get through the awful prime minister bit you're rewarded with this <laughs> wonderful I mean, if you go back, if you on YouTube, I mean, I'm sure you do this anyway. I certainly do it sometimes. You can go back and watch Queen Queen speech debates from the past, and they're just they're just brilliant. I mean, if a particular favourite is uh, Cameron against against Gordon Brown, like when Cameron was hot and heavy coming through, and Gordon Brown was really struggling towards the end, they fought hammer and tong. It, it's it, it's amazing. These are all right, I, I get it. I get it. I'm being looked at. I'm being. I'm getting looks uh, from from the team. So I, I'm going to stop about the King's Speech debate. But on the seventh of November, people, are like four o'clock, it'll be before it gets going. You've got to be there. You've got to be watching. Wow. So another topic that Tatton could talk about for ages. Literally any topic. I was going to challenge you then, but uh, I mean, sure, we no, do challenge need to end the podcast accepted. at some point. So. <laughs> challenge accepted. Any topic? <sighs> Tomatoes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not letting it lie. Obviously, I'm talking about tomatoes. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I'm not even going to give you a response to that. No. You just imagine me t- talking about farming them and picking them <laughs> and the time I went to holiday and uh, we picked them all and we cooked them and then I could talk about all the recipes mm, and I could talk about different varieties. I mean, oh, it's just so easy. It's so easy. Why did you go for such an easy topic, Diane? <laughs> I can see them. They're line of You're sight. You're an embarrassment. They're line of sight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like tomatoes. So that is what autumn is shaping up to look like. I mean, we're looking forward to it, aren't we? Because this summer has been quite quiet and we like things to do. 
And obviously September is going to be very busy, as you've already heard. Tatton's got his book coming out. We've got SP Live, so please do pre-order, buy tickets if you want to. Or if you don't. Yeah. I don't mind. Or if you don't, yeah. yeah. You we just do don't it. want to force you. No, do it. You know, if you just woke up this morning and thought, I've got, I've got a tenner sitting around. Uh, I don't know what to do with it. Just buy a ticket to the live show. That's, yeah, that's, and you'll get um, 50p change from that, I think. Yeah, I think that's so if right. You, yeah, yeah, if you've... If you've got a tenner and you would rather have 50p, you know what to do. How much is a Freddo these days? Ooh. Probably 70p or something ridiculous. No, you've got to be able to get a Freddo for your 50p. You've got to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so you get to come to SP Live and you get a Freddo. Done. (laughs) Solved. Your tenner problem is over. Oh, this is when we miss Kobe, isn't it? So, that's it for this week. He'd keep us in line. Thank you for listening and for getting this far, if you have done. Um, <laughs> we will be back next week with more stuff, um, basically. I, I, I've got a good news, listener. Lovely listener. I've got good news. Next week, I'm moving house. So you get an entire episode without any of me. And I know that you'll enjoy it. <laughs> so just tomato chat, right, Diane? Yeah. Absolutely. And cats. Yeah. Tomatoes and cats. Join us next week. Tomatoes and cats. Yeah, it's going to be great. Okay. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye, bye, bye. Thank you. Bye. You just heard a stripped media production. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.